Well, hello everybody out there in Music Video Land, and welcome to another edition of the Music Video Land podcast from your super good friends at imvdb.com, the internet music video database. My name is Adam, I work on IMVDB, and with us as always is uh, from Pompano Beach, Florida, Mr. Doug Klinger. How are you, Doug? Doing super good, Adam. A uh, uh, whole, whole squad on that real shit. And then, again, north of the wall from Fringe Music Fix, we have... Uh, um, our trusty sidekick, Mr. Adam Alexander. Adam, how you doing? I'm chilling, but I'm also chilly. It's cold. It's cold here right now. You're north of the wall. Adam's in uh, the Nunavut Territory in Canada on a government grant uh, internet. And then um, with us on the podcast, we have a really awesome special guest. Uh, we have Mr. James Lees. You have definitely seen his music videos, um, such as Counting Stars by One Republic, um, uh, Black River by Wolfgang, which... Wolfgang, which we talked about the podcast a few weeks ago, Scare Away the Dark by Passenger. Those are just most recent ones. Um, and uh, just recently this week, released a really amazing video for Take Me to Church by Sinead O'Connor. Uh, James, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having us. And, you know, to start off, we wanted to talk about this Sinead O'Connor video because, I mean, this is, first of all, congratulations on this video because this is a pretty fantastic video. Um, Thank you. It is, you know, we saw on your Twitter that you, you know, Sinead O'Connor obviously is, a, you know, a very famous musician, and you saw on your Twitter that you were pretty excited to work with her, and she just seems like kind of, you know, in her performance and, you know, in her life kind of a pretty intense person to work with. Was How, how was that experience working with her? Yeah, I think that, that that's the kind of impression we all have of her straight away, so kind of definitely went in with a bit of intrepidation and about what it was going to be like and but she was she was amazing she was kind of really funny uh really really sweet and kind and uh i was uh i mean we just had a kind of amazing shoot day absolutely um you know a lot of fun she's got a really bawdy sense of humor so uh which at first just takes you off guard massively and then uh kind of get in the swing of it and uh, it just kind of lightens everything up so she was really really great to work with and um just amazing how she had would just put her complete faith in me and was happy for me to just tell her to where she you know where i wanted her to be what i wanted her to do and and just completely trusted me so it's um yeah it was um it was a it was pretty special experience and just seeing her perform uh, just watching the monitor, seeing her perform, it kind of just made the the hairs stand up on the back of your neck, and you realise when what makes someone a legend, you know, as a, as opposed to just a a really kind of proficient um, musician, but someone who's just a real legend. You know, she's been doing it for like a quarter of a century now, and um, yeah, you, you you felt it immediately as soon as the camera started rolling. Her her performance was just incredible. Well, I was just going to mention that. So that her new album. That this is a single off of is I'm it's you know you look at the cover it's a very very different image for it's called I'm not bossy I'm the boss and you know this the the video has a really interesting intro to it where it's basically her well not intro but the first portion of it is you know her face it's dark all around her and then the video from Nothing Compares to You um, is sort of projected on top of her and you know it's something you know, one of those interesting things where, you know, she's dealing with, you know, referencing older work. I'm wondering where that concept came from. Was that something you brought to her? We had, um, we had a few chats uh, on the phone beforehand. And 
it was mainly like she was telling me about what you know I, I just said to her like, what is the song about for you and um let's just talk through that what it what it means to you and she says she always writes her songs from the perspective of a character um so this was sung from uh a character that's very much based on herself and you know she was she was just telling me about how she wanted to move away from this perception of her and what she used to be like and how she used to she was kind of explained she just used to get all caught up in just writing about love lost love and things not being achieved and things like that and she wanted to just start singing and writing about the kind of all the good, great things in life and uh, all the all the things she ha- you know has achieved with life so it was um it was an idea that um, she she made reference to maybe we should show some clips um, from when she was younger and uh, like, like maybe interview like bits of interviews and other bits of music videos and this kind of thing to start the video off and then as we transition into her now um, which I thought was really interesting but then that that nothing compares to is such an iconic clip you know it's got to be one of the you know, top top videos of all time, and, and one that I return to again and again. Um, just it's it's so simple yet so powerful, and I just thought um, it would be great to to just just use that video because it is so iconic and because it immediately says everything we need to say. Just showing that video, and and so, and then as I as I kept thinking about how we could incorporate that video the idea of just projecting it over her face now so it's a it's a very clear mirror of old Sinead and new Sinead um and so we're making a, a you know a very obvious um making it doing it in a really obvious way of, of making that comparison and in terms of like what you guys were doing when shooting that scene was there uh were you guys like trying different things with the projection on her face different looks were you kind of experimenting or did you have something specific specific in mind that you were after when shooting that no i think i quite specific i knew i knew what i wanted to get i you know i wanted i, I wanted it to be nothing but just that project because because that because the original video is just against a black background i just wanted to take that so it's just her head and then just take her head now and try and you know the idea was to try and align uh, the sizes of the um, projected head perfectly to her head and we did a few takes because I'm just tweaking the timing every now and then so that you know sometimes the eyes would kind of match up with her eyes and then other times it would move across different parts of her face and each each take just gives a really different emotional um, connection and um, and sometimes you see the kind of old Sinead and new Sinead kind of perfectly sync up which is which is really powerful, and then other times they kind of come apart completely, and and you see them as two completely different entities. So I wanted there to be a certain confusion where, at times, it was clearly two different people, and at other times, it was the same person. And and you talk about old Sinead and new Sinead, and and uh, you know, kind of the style that's established in this video, kind of that represents new Sinead where, where did that stuff come from the style of you know just her personal styling and, and then also in terms of uh, the set direction and that kind of stuff as well yeah the, so the um, so they, they sent me when they got in touch about me doing the video they sent me the um, album cover and the single cover where she's wearing this wig and she's got this incredible kind of 
PVC dress on and um you know like everyone who's seen it it was like wow well that's Sinead O'Connor that's 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 crazy that's that's amazing and um it was kind of really shocking and I I I think they did that because they knew the effect it would have on people people would kind of stand back and go wow that's Sinead O'Connor she looks really different but for her it was really important that you know this uh this look wasn't us saying, look, this is a completely new Sinead. This is the new look Sinead. This is what she's going to be like from now on. So the idea of throwing the wig off is that, like, look, it's still me. It's still I'm still Sinead O'Connor. I've still got a shaved head. I'm not, you know, haven't grown my hair out and trying to look completely different. Um, so yeah, the and then the uh, so we so we just just basically followed the idea that they had with the album and the single cover to kind of let's 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 get addressed in that as well and let's kind of shock people and and make people sit back and confound expectations a little bit um and then with the in terms of the the rest of the video she was just very keen that it came across uh it, the, the song and the video were very joyous very lots of energy um it, it was you know it wasn't perceived as being um depressing or you know, she says she's always the media always kind of read something dark into her, and she's always being kind of um, painted as this really dark, um, strange figure. And she just didn't want the press to have anything to kind of like cling on to. She didn't want it to be a dark, moody video, and everyone just be talking about oh how moody Sinead is. Um, she wanted it to be really positive and full of energy. So I just wanted, um, and and she, you know one of those things that she talked about was it being very colourful so I just kind of took that and, and ran with it really and um, for ages I've been really interested in infrared photography um, and particularly when you shoot trees and the uh, the infrared, infrared light that reads off the chloroform in the leaves and creates these amazing colours um, so I'd been kind of researching loads of, of images online and, and pulled loads out, and I just thought it would make a really beautiful, bright, colourful, different, interesting backdrop for her to perform against because they were very keen for it to be just a straight-up performance video. Um, and in lots of ways, it was, for me, a little bit of a nod to all of the videos I grew up in the 90s watching um, where big, bright, saturated colours were the thing. And um, you know, it was uh, it was kind of quite garish at times, but full of energy and and um, you know, look think of things like Heartbreak Box, for example. Um, so yeah, it's a, a bit of a bit of a nod to that. And it's you, know, you talk about the energy, and the one thing that really struck me the first time I watched this video was just how energetic she is in her performance. I mean, you know, I, I think with with performance videos, not not being as you know plentiful as they they once were there's a lot of kind of like kind of subdued performance and it's kind of uh, you know really interesting to see someone who's just kind of like going full tilt for a video like this um you know what was that a direction that you gave her or was she just kind of like operating on that level anyway i think we were both kind of aligned on that to be honest i think going into it, it it's something we both wanted to be um I really enjoy working with, I, I do lots of work with bands where, where there is kind of a powerful performance. And it's one of the things I really enjoy about the whole process is just actually working with the band 
to get that really great performance. And sometimes I'm just there, stood behind cam- camera, jumping around like a complete lunatic, as trying to kind of get that performance as big as possible. Um, but with Sinead, it was like I mentioned earlier. You know, it's just you know, the years of experience, and you know, she knows it so well. Um, I barely had to kind of do anything with her. I kind of, I would just ask her, like maybe let's step it up this one, or um, you know, can you can you focus the intensity on on this point, and maybe bring in certain hand movements at, at this lyric and that lyric, and and that kind of thing. So we could focus on real details um, because yeah, once we got going, she was just electric and. So of the last couple of videos that you've done, James, I've noticed a, a, a little bit of a nature trend through some of them. There's obviously the the trees um, in, in the set of the Sinead O'Connor video, um, the the Black River by Wolfgang video that you did that released back in June uh, takes place in kind of like a, a river swamp Everglades type area, and then the uh, Scare Away the Dark by Passenger video is a office setting that suddenly kind of has you know nature kind of suddenly kind of appear all over until the uh, employees kind of end up in the in the in the forest ripping their clothes off um uh, so I'm wondering is that is that kind of coincidental that uh, that nature kind of has shown up in the last couple of videos for you or is that you know something that you've done intentionally yeah good point I think it's I think it's probably just coincidental to be honest um yeah I uh, yeah they all 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 kind of ideas from all each idea for each video came from such a different place um completely unrelated so i think it's just one of those weird coincidences um doug was hoping that you were part of some sort of forest association yeah yeah it'd be great wouldn't it if i was <laughs> i was looking for it's it's called the we're an organization. I was looking to get fellow members, and if I was if I was witty enough, I would have come up with a fake name for by now, and I have not been able to. Uh, they pay oh, well. Forest Association. That's they fine. Me. Okay, that's they pay, a, they pay me a lot of money just to feature nature and uh, forest in it. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, keep putting animals and and trees and 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 uh, leaves in your videos. All yeah. right, swing and a miss. Uh, swing so, and a miss. One of the other videos we wanted to talk about was. A video that is in the top thirty, according to Art Charts, um, of music videos online uh, by views, and that is "Counting Stars" by One Republic, which was released, I believe, um, back in May, the end of May. Um, and you know, I was wondering about this, this this video because this is one of those singles that was released a few months before it kind of gained some traction, and I think it ended up, you know, in the in that the hot 100 in the top 10 um but not in may you know sort of in you know june june july a few months after um i was wondering when you guys were were making this video um you know was there any sense that it was that it was going to be kind of a a hit at any at any point what what was the kind of mood on that i think there was a yeah there was definitely high hopes for it i mean it ended up it was a strange one it ended up being like the I think it's like the fourth single from the album. Mm-hmm. So the album had been out for quite a while. And I remember chatting to Ryan, the singer, um, and after I'd, I'd pitched on it and everything, we met up in London. I was still living in London at the time. And we went for dinner, and he'd always felt it was like the biggest single on the whole album. 
but the record company wanted to go with some of the other songs as the lead singles. So it was it was weird. I think it was seen by the record company as a smaller a smaller release. Um, so I don't think they were expecting it. Ryan felt that this almost was the one that had the biggest chance of of uh, being the uh, being the biggest selling single on the album. So um, so yeah, it was it was it was a strange one, and it was a, such a slow builder initially. Um, it kind of came out and just gradually all around the world just started getting getting hold and and then kind of went went haywire with it, but. Um, yeah, it, it did start out off quite small. Like the budget was a lot smaller, and um, what we were trying to do, we were having to kind of restrict quite a bit. But it gradually grew and grew uh, into a bigger and bigger project um, until it kind of became what it was. But um, I, I think it probably did take everyone a little bit by surprise, just quite how big it has become. And it's and it's interesting because it's I think it's the only video in the top thirty that has a small sort of. Uh, preaching contingent to it <laughs> yeah you look through any of the other ones there's no there's no kind of a, there's no preachers preaching, yeah. preaching to a small group of people and actually you know while we've, while we've got you i think when this video came out we talked about it on the podcast and we were talking about what sort of group that that was whether it was sort of like a you know a, an offshoot of a major religion just having you know a, a small meeting or some sort of cult was there any did you have an idea in mind for that no i didn't want to be it was it was kind of a uh, fairly dangerous kind of territory. I didn't want to be too, I didn't want it to ever be perceived as too specific to a certain religion. So I wanted to, to keep it quite generalized where I could. I mean, it's based on kind of videos and, and stuff that I've seen of crazy evangelical kind of services and, um, you know, all those, all those videos of people being filled with the, with, with spirits and, and, it was, I suppose, I'm not, I'm not really religious and I didn't really come up in that much of a, a strong religious upbringing or anything like that. So it was, um, it was just coming from lots of different influences of things that I've seen and, and felt and, and, I, and, I, and I wanted to keep it that way because I didn't want anyone to ever go to watch it and go, oh, it's, it's that religion or it's that kind of, um, put a label on it as it were. You want to avoid the the dreaded music video uh, appropriation claim. Yes, exactly, exactly, absolutely, and and as well, it didn't. You know, I didn't want it to be seen as being too heavily religious. Um, you know, that was it. wasn't so much about the 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 religion per se. It was more about the kind of mass gathering and the hysteria and the and and, and everything that that came with that. And the lack of structural integrity as well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's when you get down to it, the video is really about building codes. <laughs> um, and, I was, and I was wondering, just, just a, this is kind of a dumb question, but where did you guys find this room? Because uh, it's, 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 you know, I, we've seen videos in warehouses and stuff, but this room is so dusty and so, like, dirty and so uh, interesting in the way it's yeah. sort of laid out. Well, it was weird. We were chatting about where we were going to film it, and we, we kind of had to coincide a little bit with where the band were playing. And there was talk of LA, and there was talk of San Francisco, and then there was talk of New Orleans. And then Ryan and I were just like, oh, "It's got to surely it's got to be New Orleans, you know? That's going to be amazing. That's perfect for 
for the idea that I kind of pitched to them. Um, so we they were playing a uh, playing a, some sort of concert down there. I think one off concert down there, and. Um, so we, we, we kind of locked in New Orleans because we knew we'd be able to find some pretty incredible um, in, uh, locations there that, that, would, that would fit that. And we spent quite a few days traipsing up and down all over New Orleans trying to find it. And we found this old, um, really old church, which is one of the oldest churches in New Orleans. And it's, cut, it's totally falling apart. And that's actually the basement where the band are playing is actually the basement of the church. And um, before we started filming in it, it was like full of huge planks of wood and just like filled almost to the roof with crap. So it had to be completely emptied out. But it was one of those where you just walk in there straight away and you go, oh, yeah, this, this is it. This is incredible. Um, it just had so much character and, you know, it, just, it didn't really require any art direction as such. We, we actually had to just take everything out rather than adding anything in at all we did we did rig up all the lights uh and that kind of thing but um apart from that it, it was uh pretty much as it as it was and we actually shot it was actually a two-day shoot and we actually shot that um band performance and everything on the first day and the one thing we were having a real problem trying to find is the is the room that was meant to be upstairs where the congregation of people are and we just still on the we were shooting that first day and we still didn't have a location for the second day that I was happy with there was there were, the, there were locations booked that uh, we were going to have to fall back on but I just wasn't happy and we were we'd, we'd got this um, weirdly like the new church was across the street from this old church we were filming in and we were having lunch in there and I was just sat eating lunch on the first day and looking at this big curtain that went all across one wall and I was like what what's behind that curtain and I just kind of wandered up and I just pulled the curtain back and poked my head through and there was this incredible wood paneled room on this stage <laughs> in this in this uh, thing I was like my god we just spent a week trying to find this and it's right in front of our noses uh in you know as we're eating lunch and i just kind of turned around and went kind of shouted out i found the, found the room <laughs> and, uh, and that was it and that was where we shot the next day and it's just across the road from the uh from the first location so it was, it was just one of those amazing strokes of luck and weird coincidences and a lot of things on that shoot were just there's so many lovely happy coincidences and how things all came together you should have a location scout credit on the video i yeah. should yeah yeah i definitely should i definitely <laughs> should. just yeah it's crazy i spend because i'm a big big fan of shooting in real locations um like the sinead video is probably only my second or third studio shoot i always shoot in i love shooting in real locations and that's that's kind of my thing um so yeah, every time we get a shoot, I'm just kind of driving people mad because we're just traipsing around from one place to another looking. And I said, I'm not quite right yet. Let's keep looking <laughs> a, little, <laughs> a little bit more. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and one, you know, obviously we watch lots and lots of music videos. And, and one of the things that kind of 
you know, we, we try to look for now is when there's product placement in a music video. Obviously, anytime we see a Beats headphone, uh, yeah, we know that's, that's a right. product placement. And at the beginning of this Counting Stars video, it's not really a product placement, but it's basically just a Chiron um, that goes over top, and it's like it says something about Shazam for more. And I'm just curious, like, do they ask you to do that and put that into the video or is that something that you like delivered the video and suddenly it goes online and there's extra stuff on top of it yeah that was really weird because I, I just noticed that one day because the video went up online and and you know that was never there and then it's like a few months down the line that suddenly appeared and I was like hmm. what the hell is that and I was I kind of initially thought or maybe it's like a, just a temporary YouTube advertising that they're, they're doing but no, like like nearly you know a year later now, and uh, it's still up there and still come up. So I never knew anything about that, and uh, I don't know what was involved in that, and you know, God knows what money they were kind of paid to just put that on. But yeah, um, yeah. So that, you that, directors never have a choice and won't get told anything like that. You just get shit kind of plastered all over your video in right in the middle of it. Uh, so <laughs> it's, it's a little bit annoying, but there you go. Yeah. So you never shazammed for more, or <laughs> never, I've never, I've got to admit, I've, uh, never, I've never shazammed for more. <laughs> uh, that's a, I'm super curious now. Uh, you know, speaking of product placement, we have some excellent uh, product placement in some music videos this week. Um, <laughs> so we that should, was a good transition. I know that was why I was working on that. I had a little notepad. I was like product placement. Um, but um, I should tell everybody if you if you want to see uh, um, the music videos that we're talking about in this episode, just go to imvdb.com/podcast, and there you'll find many many episodes. Um, this is episode 119, so they're they're not all worth listening to, but there's some <laughs> good ones. This is one of the good ones. It's a good 80 um, percent that are worth listening to. Exactly, you'll see, and you'll find uh, a link on the sh- in the show notes to uh, James' uh, videos on imvdb as well as. Um, uh, James on Twitter and uh, and a few other links as well, including the Shane O'Connor video um, and uh, the One Republic Counting Stars video. But let's talk about a, f- a few music videos because this was an interesting, very interesting week uh, for for music videos and and product placement. I think and you know the video that I wanted to bring up first that that deals with product placement is um, the new video from Miss Ariana Grande featuring Zed, our boy Zed popping up in there um <laughs> called break free directed by our good friend who has been on this podcast mr chris mars player i can't remember what episode number it was it was in the, it was in the single uh double digits it was yeah it was in the double digits um and you know if you've ever seen a chris mars polero video you know these are very kind of i wouldn't say goofy but they're always very comedic um if you want to see like a classic chris mars mars polero video you could be watch rock and roll by avril lavigne which has a lot of these, you know, uh, kind of elements that come out of nowhere, and I thought this was a. Pretty he also he also did like a lot of the you know 2010 era Britney Spears videos, right? Where, where, where she's just like goofing off a lot, pours milk on herself in a moving right. vehicle. That's the one. That's, that's, that's. <laughs> um, and this one uh, features Ariana Grande as some sort of space uh, uh, warrior doing. Yeah, I don't know. Kinette, she's doing a lot of damage. <laughs> She's rescuing people from cages. Um, she's shooting things. Um, also floating in space. Also looking, you know, very put together uh, while she's doing this. 
and it's fine rockets from her breasts <laughs> yeah right adam adam danced around that a little bit he's she's shooting <laughs> things she's the only time she does that is when it's when it's breast rockets right yeah let's, so that, that can't be call really it what bad. it is <laughs> <laughs> She seems so nonchalant about it too. She's just like, ah, right. Whatever. She just does it like it's like something that's happening all the time. Like <laughs> at least when Katy Perry did a similar thing with like the fireworks uh, that came the, from the, the same uh, whipped cream. Yeah. No. Wait. Didn't she do fireworks too in firework? Yeah, but that was sort of implied that it was it was it was coming out of her chest. It wasn't like it was okay. an inspirational but, video. Like it wasn't shooting out of her. her, her I mean, breast. whatever you set you set yourself up when previously to that you're shooting uh, whipped cream. I guess that's why I never got that video. Uh, so yeah, okay. So at least the whipped cream she did it there. But like that's a big deal in that video. This kind of just like it happens and and then and then it's we move on. But it was it's it's cool because she it's it's it was necessary for the narrative. <laughs> and you know a few interesting things about this video. Number one, you know I loved the uh, problem video, and and I didn't know that the two guys with white hair like are part of her like backup dancer team because they're in this video too. They're in the cage, and um, you know they're they're being rescued and stuff. Um, and then also, so you 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 have this whole kind of thing, and if you watch it a few times, it revolves around this symbol, um, and she has to rescue this like amulet that the guy with the beard has. In order to power up a spaceship, I think. Um, but by the end, it just like it's just like full on like a commercial for Beats headphones, which is hilarious. <laughs> There's like a little monster, which is hilarious. Um, you know, listening. You know, like making a playlist on an iPhone, and they've got the Beats pill. Ariana Grande is like jamming out to Beats headphones. It is basically they could cut it together into a commercial. Well, and that's something that Chris is like. You know, he never shies away with. Uh, what you know, because he he will frequently work with large artists, and when you work with large artists, uh, you know they want to put Beats headphones in their videos, and he or or cell phones or or tablets or whatever, and and he is is always someone who will like just take it and take it head on uh, in his in the rock and roll video. Um, it, they basically just like tag at the like stick at the beginning of the video Avril Lavigne just like taking a phone out of a bucket of water that was like happened to be waterproof and just like answering <laughs> answering the phone and like it's got nothing to do with the video at all and he doesn't care and he just like takes it and makes it like a uh like almost a joke of the product placement like I think it's very self-aware uh when Chris is doing that stuff um because uh, yeah it's very very direct they're not really trying to like they don't really. It's just like suddenly everyone's got Beats headphones and they're and they're dancing at this party, uh, um, and that's the whole end of the video. But it's still like super fun, you know. It's at no point am I was I like turned off and like felt like I was being too pushed with this product. But uh, it was very very present at the end. Kind of the best way to do it, I think, isn't it? It's yeah. Because it's it, it when you try and kind of make it discreet and make it fit into the the story it's just it's just so impossible a lot of the time and it's blatantly obvious um so i love the way he just completely embraces it and uh just has fun with it and like you said just makes a joke of it really right i think, I think it's great i mean what what better way to uh use the that beats iphone app than to have a little alien compiling a playlist <laughs> i kind of think that's genius <laughs> right they, they might run with that you, you might see that alien again and just like yeah. completely unrelated stuff nobody knows where it came from genius yeah, i want to figure out because that looks like a pretty well put together prop um and it's it's funny because beats 
they 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 must fund a significant portion of the music video industry and they are always pushing you know a few things the headphones to a lesser extent the pill definitely but this feature on the beats you know app that allows you to create a a uh, playlist from a sentence um and you'll see this over and over and over or again in music videos and you might yeah. if you're looking at it, you might not you might notice it and not really know what it is but that's what it is if you see like this this iPhone screen with this with these words on it that's what they're trying to get across but they're never it's never like a, this is how you use it it's always just like oh this alien knows how to use it <laughs> or like uh, future knows how to use it you know right, just, why, don't, right. why don't you get on the train Ty dollar sign knows how to use it I, I one time I one time saw that that put in a video that clearly was meant to be a one-shot video the video is the video is one take other than they cut close to hit to somebody on their phone doing that so so that means that the like the product placement they're a little ruthless they're like I, I don't care that you wanted this to be a one-take video you have to have a close-up on him using that app so uh yeah j just going back to like you got to embrace that stuff going in because because they don't care about your your uh vision when it comes to uh getting that beats that beats imagery in there for for certain probably for certain labels or artists we obviously don't really know what goes into that because we see it all the time um yeah i mean that's it's a perfect example, isn't it? Like, you know, this selling the whole thing is a one take video. Yeah, this is great. It's brilliant. All one take. And then just, yeah, just kind of slammed right in the middle of it. It's just this random cutaway to a. Right. And then back to that. Shazam for more. Right. Right. And then back to that same take. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then Shazam. <laughs> right. Exactly. And then one other video that uh, had some interesting product placement. Um, was Iggy Azalea Black Widow, and these are all these are both coincidentally videos that are kind of coming off large videos for large singles. Uh, problem for Ariana Grande, and then Fancy well, and a, for Iggy Azalea, and, and problem features Iggy Azalea. That's true. Yeah, so here she is again. And this is featuring Rita Ora, who who is awesome, and I'm glad she's in in this single. Um, but this is a uh, just like Fancy was. A uh, kind of homage to the movie Clueless. This is an homage to the movie Kill Bill, also directed by director X. Iggy Azalea sh shares directing credit on it. Um, but it, instead of being like just like a straight kind of homage parody of it, um, it starts out with Michael Madsen in a diner giving shit to Iggy Azalea because of a sandwich that he ordered. I'm not really sure where you know. And then, <laughs> like the whole video was a her fantasy of him her. Killing Michael Madsen because he was rude to her, and I'm just not sure where. I'm not sold on the on the intro. It was my only kind of issue with the video. They could have dropped that whole scene, but I guess they wanted to have some Tarantino esque dialogue in there to kind of. And they really I, did. That, that was that. I, I. It seemed like there was an effort to like do a like a Tarantino style scene. It is interesting that they use Michael Madsen. Is because Michael Madsen's in Kill Bill, but this isn't the same character that he's playing. No, not at all. a similar character. I mean, he's Somebody playing, he's playing Michael Madsen. Yeah, he's playing Michael Madsen, who he plays in everything. Mm -hmm. But but hold on, this was not this was not like Kill Bill level dialogue. This was obviously no, Michael Madsen. No, 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 no. It was like everything. A, right, right, right. But it, it was still like they tried to. They were trying to make that happen. Like, like it was. It was clearly inf influenced by right. the. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the whole the whole video is is Kill Bill influenced. I uh, I loved Fancy. I think Fancy was like, like spot on. Uh, 
Um, this was a cool video. I really like the forest stuff. Right, oh, yeah. com coming right out of the diner. Coming right he's, out of the he's diner. He's great at uh, at recreating the scenes from the original movies. He's really good at that. This yeah, this is really cool. Yeah, visually, it's. I really like it. You're right. Oh yeah. I, I, like I said, everything after the intro was amazing. I wish it would have just started with the video. That's my thing. So you liked? What did you think of uh, Paul Servino? Adam and I had to like a, a slow debate on whether or not that was actually Paul Servino in the video. I like that scene as well. I like it because of Ti's face when Paul Servino gets kicked in the stomach. Ti uh, <laughs> sells that scene. Ti seems like one of the one of the most fun people to uh, on earth. He just seems like that. Um, I can speak in absolutes. Um, and so, well, my point on T.I. One note for the whole panel, because I think this is a, a, kind of a crucial detail that the whole video hinges on. Michael Madsen orders a bacon sandwich, and the stipulation that he gives Iggy Azalea is that there's a lot of cheese. Right. Um, now, he brings her a bacon sandwich, which to my mind is built pretty much exactly to, her speci to his specifications. Um, and the whole video kind of hinges on him rejecting this sandwich. I can't believe I'm saying this, but no. And then it also hinges on the fact that her manager doesn't back her up, right. and then like hits on him in a really weird way. To which he doesn't really even hit on her back. Like to me, the idea is to kind of paint him as this evil character that like both women will simultaneously want to kill. I don't really think they nailed that in that scene. It's weird, right? Because because Rita Oris is like his girlfriend. And yes. so it's a, it, and this this isn't like new behavior for the Michael Madsen character. He's not suddenly uh, aggressive and angry about bacon sandwiches. He's always yeah. angry about bacon sandwiches. Oh, he's always on like. And yeah. so like I don't even understand why Rita Ora is surprised at this point. She should. You're right, Adam. The the beginning is uh is he's, he's he's not not put together well. Yeah, he's a dick, but he's not enough to like duel like assassinate him. He's <laughs> not a, a big enough right. dick for that. Maybe in your mind he is. Maybe in your mind he is. Because, you know, Iggy Azalea just watched Kill Bill the night before. Uh, I wa my, my question of this whole thing is what Iggy Azalea's director credit consists of. Definitely the lettuce part. She was like, "Let's get up the lettuce." And, then like, and by the way, that also means I'm a director. Uh, he's like, "Should I chop it harder, like this?" And he's, he, and he's like, "Yes, director." Well, if we we just end with me just going crazy on the lettuce, and uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's brilliant. Like, yeah, I, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And James, have you ever had like an artist like? And maybe something you can't divulge, but like want to share directing credit because that's something we see a lot more. Uh, I know none of your videos, I don't think, have have artist directing yeah. credit. But have you ever run into that situation? I've not, to be honest. No, I've not. I've not had that one. I, it is something you're seeing a lot more of, and I know friends that have had uh, had that. And it and it varies. I think stories that I've heard from you know it's a genuine. The artist has because quite a lot of the time, you know, the artist does have a bit of a a clear quite a clear idea of what they want to do with the video um and you know they put a lot into it and and it is and it is quite a, a, a full collaboration so i can really understand that that shared credit uh, and then other times i think it's just sometimes egos and and mm. that get in the way and unfortunately sometimes someone has to share credits with with someone that might not really deserve it but they want hey, some like, sweet, sweet IMVDB credit. Exactly. Yeah, that's what they want. Yeah. They want to be listed yeah. on the site. Uh, 
It is. It does tie in a little bit back to Kill Bill because that is co-written by Uma Thurman, which m- makes a connection. My guess, and this is just obviously pure speculation, my guess is since they did a, a movie remake for their last video, Iggy Azalea called up Director X uh, and said, hey, let's do it for Kill Bill. And that's why she got the director credit. That's yeah. my guess. That's my guess. That's what I'm... That's what I'm getting in the office pool. That's what I'm Probably picking. Pretty, pretty accurate, I reckon. Pretty close. I want to go from Iggy Azalea to, I want to go to this uh, Daphne Guinness genius video, yeah. Evening evening in Space. Can we go there? Guinness, I think. Guinness. Guinness. Uh, Daphne Guinness, Evening in Space, uh, directed by David LaChapelle. Um, Great title, by the way. Evening in Space. This, this video is... Uh, this this is in the running every year we do a music video superlative category in addition to like our our top 10 or top million lists of the year we do uh, superlatives and this is uh, this is up there for ballsiest concepts possibly uh, because they go for it in this in this video for sure this is a fantastic video but it's uh, it's kind of crazy especially the stuff with the the pink dude Uh, the mill did the post-production for this and um, they there's look at the credits because it's um, this is almost all like 2D and 3D artist credits. Um, so much stuff going on here. Um, but it's shot by David LaChapelle, who, who is, you know, mainly, I think, more known as a, as a photographer, still a visual artist. But I think he's, he's probably more famous for his, his uh, photographs and his music yeah. videos. And there's photography associated with this video, st- the same characters and styles, uh, if you go to David LaChapelle's website, I believe. Yeah, it's kind of really classic Chappelle, isn't it? It's so over the top, really bright, colourful, incredibly over the top and and ridiculous, mm-hmm. but really, really great fun for it. Um, I mean, I, I remember I, when I first watched it, I was like, "My God, this song is absolutely terrible!" And <laughs> what the hell is going on? And then halfway through, I was going, "Oh my God, I love it! <laughs> this is this is incredible." So it's kind of amazing. She's she's such an interesting character because she's this kind of I don't really know what she is she's like an artist a muse um, a model and then I think this is like only her second single she she suddenly decided in her 40s now to like become a pop star Hmm. and and it's just it's kind of like on the outside it's absurd because she's this kind of socialite kind of artist but just works perfectly and, and it's just approached in exactly the right way um, but with with all the background behind who she is and and what she's doing, I think it's I think it's just the perfect approach. It's just it's a bit of a kind of what the hell is going on moment. And I shared we shared a lot of um, and I yeah I think the uh, there's a there's a big the, the color the just bright big colors and the kind of bright pinks and ludicrous colors of um, that you kind of associate with Chappelle immediately. I loved a lot of his video. He hasn't. He doesn't do that many now. But um, no. he was quite prolific in the nineties, wasn't it? Like Dandy Warhols and people like that. He he worked with uh, quite regularly. Yeah, he did a. Uh, you know, for the stuff we have in the database for him, he you know he did some Christina Aguilera. Yeah, like in the in the two thousands, early two thousands, did a lot of pop stuff. Like no doubt, Christina Aguilera, Gwen Stefani, Jennifer Lopez, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah uh, as well as a. Uh, uh, Britney Spears video 2004 and then he did he did a Mariah Carey video last year uh, Florence and the Machine video uh, the year before um, 
And then, yeah, it was kind of, at least in terms of for us in the database, we have a five-year gap. Um, yeah. The last one, last one prior was the Amy Winehouse, uh, Tears Dry on Their Own, which also is a fantastic music video. Uh, so, so yeah, he, he certainly isn't doing a lot. And, like, this is, this is a little bit, this is definitely a music video. It meets our, our music video database standards. But it's more of, like, an, a project where the, the song and the video went kind of hand in hand, I believe, from from how it appears to kind of have been pushed out there, uh, you know, and with the stills, it, it seems like an overall project, not just like your standard music video. I don't think he, I don't think he wrote like a treatment on a brief for this or anything <laughs> yeah. like that. But but yeah, so it's a little bit different approach. But it was still, uh, yeah, this is it still fits. It's still a music video, and, and yeah, it was. Uh, but it's like it's like what you expect, but you can't. You're not at all what you expect either. Because it's, it's it's really crazy. I do I do agree that the song is an acquired taste. By the end, I was grooving to it, but by the beginning, I was like, oh no, no, please. Um, <laughs> but I but I you know it's like an acquired taste, like anything. Like because what you see is what you're looking at keeps you around. Uh, anyway, like you're not you don't bail on it because of what you see, and then well, you're when, like, okay. when the song's called Evening in Space, I'm down to the end. <laughs> you got You're there for the full evening, and yeah, you know, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Well, I was going to move to I, I, I'm forcing this this new segment into this show as much as you're going to resist it, Adam, because uh, because uh, I wanted to try to do this uh, this fun thing. We we have a staff pick section uh, on the website, and a lot of times it's either me or, or me and one of the Adams just kind of like, hey, what do you think? Yes or no? And uh, you know, sometimes uh, you know, I think we it's fun to provide a little bit of insight on that process. So we're going to bring that into the podcast and have that discussion here over the um, gold music video by Chet Faker directed by Hiro Mirai and uh, I think this is an interesting video to do that for because we pretty much uh, you know if you look back at Hiro's music videos um, we we staff pick a lot of them uh, he's you know he makes really fantastic music videos and you know we, we staff pick him frequently and um, you know we we it's not because we we play favorites or anything like that he just makes great music videos and you know we, we try not to take who made the music video into account and try to look at it uh just kind of like does this music video deserve to be highlighted on the site or not and uh so i wanted to kind of talk a little bit about that with this video and since i was talking to adam alexander uh about this specifically adam i want you to first uh, take us through this video a little bit oh boy okay well which Adam? Oh yeah, I was gonna say, well, by me? No, first, Adam, Adam Alexander. Alexander. First, we'll debate which Adam. <laughs> yeah, let's do alternating sentences. Can you guys do that? Uh, no, Adam, Adam Alexander. Uh, let's get a little bit of insight into this video. What what goes on? Okay, well, first of all, I can't believe that this isn't staff picked. This 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 has to be staff picked. So I'm just gonna go on record as saying this is your worst missed staff pick yet. This this is an amazing video. It's important to distinct to distinguish that this is not a missed staff pick. It was a saved staff pick for this purpose. I for this exact debate. For this for this purpose, we saved so, whether or not we were going to staff pick for this so conversation. I get to sell this. I get to sell this video. Yeah, you can do that, but also tell us what happens. Okay, so basically, very simple. It's uh, it's more of a performance based video, and. Um, 
up. Basically, all it is is a uh, it's a it's a it's a road at night, and there's three um, very very beautiful females that uh, they basically perform um, sort of a dance routine on roller skates, and uh, as you move along down the road. And then kind of as Hero's been doing uh, lately with a lot of his videos, there's a, a little bit of a reveal at the end, which um, kind of just nailed this one home for me. So kind of the idea is that, um, or the or what I took from it was that maybe these girls, uh, because clearly, so they, the person in the car that we see at the end is actually Chet Faker, and the vehicle's been in an accident, and there's a deer nearby, so I guess we're to assume that he struck the deer, and maybe he's in some state of the delirium, or uh, some state of, like, an injured consciousness or something, and that maybe he's seen these three roller skating uh, very attractive women are kind of, like, apparitions to him, which kind of gave it, like, a mermaid feel for me like he might have just imagined that they were there in his state of confusion after being struck by the deer i just thought it was a super cool kind of like a a modern take on uh, on the mermaid myth so yeah this thing I, this thing's amazing like the the dance moves the choreography is really good and, and uh yeah i just love this video i thought it was great what probably one of the best this week definitely cool. actually Choreographed by Ryan Heffington, who um, ah, that even any, cooler. Yeah, you, know, you didn't know that. Left you left no, that. No, I yeah. didn't. So Ryan Heffington, if if you don't listen to this podcast, we talk about him on this podcast. He basically any music video that we talk about that has like really cool choreography, it's pretty safe to guess that that Ryan was involved. Uh, uh, you know, Chandelier by Sia, um, uh, uh, Arcade Fire, We Exist. You know, a lot of the music videos that we've talked about on this podcast. Uh, so this this video was produced by Doomsday, which is James, where James is. James, you're at Doomsday right now. I am in the office right now, indeed. Yeah, yeah. And and, and, I, and I think Hero is actually sat in a, a room just down the corridor from me, finishing off his next masterpiece. Nice. Um, which he's just perpetually uh, churning out videos at a rate of one every two <laughs> days at the minute, or something incredible. Yeah, uh, I think he was shooting, doing four at once, and this was part of that that four. And I believe the one he's doing now is is also part of that that four. I guess it would make sense. Yeah. Um, he's been doing a lot of recently. He's been doing a lot of night night stuff. He's done a lot of night stuff in the past as well. But the, you know, by no means is it what he only does. But recently, doing a lot of night stuff, a lot of one shot stuff or stuff that feels one shot. This this video feels like it's one take, but obviously. Uh, at, at the beginning of the video, uh, the sky is completely black, and then by the time the camera turns or quote unquote turns and goes back in the other direction, the sky the sky is more lit up, uh, and that doesn't that's not how the sky works. I don't think <laughs> it changes that that quickly. And also, I don't think deers freeze in the in the in the world. I don't think they just freeze like that in in real life. Uh, I'm gonna I know so, for fact that was a really well trained deer. Oh really? <laughs> wow. That, that was a really well trained deer that didn't move at all. Are you are you are you serious? No, not no, not. No, <laughs> God. Just, I was I was just because seeing... I'm British. You, you don't yeah, take right. No, I mean... Seriously. <laughs> Maybe even one room. You guys have a deer that does all all your deer stuff. <laughs> all the deer <laughs> stuff. We We just we spend when we're not writing treatments and and uh, making music videos. We're just training this deer to within an inch of our lives. <laughs> That's, that's, gonna, that's gonna be our. It's gonna make our money. That's that's what's gonna really kind of uh, 
we're going to have the most incredibly well-trained deer that anyone has ever seen. It's just going to blow people away when we're finally when it's ready. It's taking a long time. Be like, yeah, we're just using that. We're using the money train of music videos to support us. Exactly. <laughs> deer training is really expensive. I mean, it's it's not, it's not an easy task, you know. And they. Uh, I, I wish this like deer thing would live like it live in in doomsday forever. Like it just shows up. You got to keep it showing up because that would be it's great. Hard it. yeah. uh, it's hard work. Um, so I'm gonna th- uh, I'm gonna agree with Adam Alexander. I think this should be staff picked uh, for sure. It just because it's just, it's kind of I, I, it's like I, I don't you don't see anything like this. I mean it, there's similar styles, but like just like conceptually. Rollers like roller skating girls down a highway that reveals the artist who'd been in a car accident with the deer. Like, did you just you, you don't see anything um, like that? It's almost that. like we've seen all the bits of it uh, alone in other videos, but put together in the way that he has here, it ends up being kind of a unique thing. And it's right? just, it's super cool, super unique. I mean, obviously, super sexy. The girls are the uh, and and it just. And it's just flawlessly executed, just, just perfectly executed. So I, I have to agree with uh, with Adam Alexander that this does get a staff pick. And here's where this the sound effect would go here. <laughs> um, I was just gonna just one point. I, I agree, but one point about this video is that did anybody get a Karma Police vibe for this? Definitely Karma Police reference for me. The, the uh, Radiohead video from I think 1997. Um, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that that influence. That's a, I, you see that influence quite a lot. I think it's one of those videos that is so iconic, and uh, I think everyone who ever, who's ever seen it has has not failed to be influenced by it. And yeah, you know, I, I, it's one of it's one of the videos I see um, most often in other videos. Like oh, it feels a little bit calmer, police, and mm. that whole at night and the road and then the way that it's lit, uh, that kind of like frontal kind of spotlight. It's fun thinking thinking about that being in the late '90s, that being such an iconic video that they were still making. I, I think there's there's iconic videos now, too. But um, you know, when you think about anyway, I'm going to cut that out. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so we have I, time I, for maybe you know. I one, think one, I think we definitely got to do one at least one more. I think we have to. We put a lot of Doomsday videos in here, but that's because it was a super good week for Doomsday. I think we definitely have to talk about Lance Strikes. Uh, Steve Angelo featuring Dougie from The Temper Trap, uh, Wasted Love, um, like we said, directed by um, Lance Drake. I think we have to talk about this video because it's kind of this one kind of blew me away this week. How about you guys? Definitely, and I think it's it has a. This is not a video you can just like kind of scrub through and understand. You gotta you gotta watch it. It's very cinematic in that way. Um, but Doug, could you? I don't know if I got everything totally but why don't you give us a little rundown well man i don't, I don't know if i got everything totally but it, essentially it's a video game right and you like are following the character in a video game and it just is kind of like the the combination of of effects and and that that went into this video it just that's kind of what what blew me away specifically about it visual effects by uh uh ethan field Feldbau, uh james Feld, help me out Feldbau. James, Feldbau. James, you've you've worked with Ethan, right? I haven't actually, but no, I worked on this video weirdly. Um, <laughs> I, I got a, I got a kind of panicked call from Lance like a few days before they were shooting, and they're like, 
Oh my god, I've realised how much we've got to shoot and it's just ridiculous and we worked out we need to have like a second unit on one of the days. Would you come and direct the second unit? So I kind of went out to the desert and uh, shot second unit for them for a day. So I kind of got to see some of the uh, some of the making of this uh, of this kind of epic video, which was which was really cool. Uh, so then maybe you can help us explain the 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 rest of the narrative that I that I completely butchered uh, just now. Yeah, no, I think it's just it's but yeah, like you say, it's you know it's a it's a video game. We open on the. Uh, the first guy who's uh, we we kind of pick him up as he's just you know lost at the video game and and we then pick up our new character as as he starts the game and progresses through multiple different levels um, and uh, each of these levels he kind of gets past and and it's almost like building up to the big the big baddie the big boss at the end uh, and then obviously we see we see him kind of game over for him and then. The, the the final contestant is Steve Angelo himself, ready to ready to step into the gauntlet. Um, the the way that the levels kind of progress from each other is 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 quite loose. Um, but um, yeah, each one they've got to complete a task and uh, move into up onto the next level. And for your second unit, uh, what were you guys in charge of covering? We did um, we did a load of. Um, we did some green screen stuff out in the desert. We did like the exploding head. Um, we, we we blew lots of things up, which was quite good fun. <laughs> so it's like yeah, the explodo just, crew, yeah. Can you just blow everything up? Yeah, shit, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, Lance Drake, I will do that. <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely. Um, and then we we shot a lot of the motorbike, um, the speeding motorbike through the desert, and the people running some of the shots of them running through the desert. Um, and then other times it was just kind of jumping on on whatever they were running a bit behind on and that we could pick up for them. Um, so yeah, yeah, Doomsday killed this week. You guys, you guys are been, running all over the place. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of good times at Doomsday at the minute. We're kind of knocking a lot. It's just we've got this board. Danielle, our EP, has got a board in her office with all the jobs. And I think like a month or two ago, the board was just, you know, she had to like basically put up another board next to it to make enough room to fit all the videos that were being made at that time. Wow. Um, and, it's, and it's great, the kind of variety of videos as well, because everyone's such a different style of director and uh, different influences and uh, there's so many different types of video coming out of the company. And even the, the, you know, last week with the This Is How We Do video by, by Katy Perry, directed by yeah. Joel Cafali. And um, the Capital Cities. Capital uh, Cities. I sold my bed, but not my stereo. But Alice Ball, just amazing yeah. videos coming out of you guys right now. Which and, and technically, did, was Sinead last last week? Uh, technically, like Friday yes. or something. Yeah, yeah, it was. Okay, yeah, it was absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's it's great. I mean, I love the Kate Perry. I I've been a huge fan of Joel. Um, I was a huge fan of Special Problems, and I was really excited when he signed with Doomsday. Um, just uh, been following his work for a long time and he's he's such a great guy and I just think it was a perfect it's like a perfect Katy Perry video yeah uh, it just it works so well for that song and it's just really funny it's really cool it makes her look great and just completely original and completely different and just takes the song to a whole nother level and yeah. so yeah I think Joel absolutely nailed it with that Agreed, definitely. And 
because I, lo- I, I love that video. And if you want to see some commentaries, uh, Joel Gafali was was uh, was nice enough to hop on the commentary machine with us and did um, some really awesome commentaries. One for Royals by Lord, um, which is a song you may have heard um, uh, that he directed. Uh, you know the video we we're just talking about. This is how we do by Katy Perry, as well as Water. Uh, Water Fountain. Water Fountain by Toon Yards and uh, Tennis Court by Lord, which I know, Adam, is one of your favorite Lord videos. Yes, it is. And um, It is, Adam and Actually, says. That, that commentary is great. He, he, you know, it's just one shot of Lord, but he really goes into the kind of um, really in-depth of, of, you know, where that video comes from. So check those out. You know, if you go to uh, the music videos on the site, you can click on commentaries, and we're heading up to our 100th commentary. Ooh, we're on the way. We're getting there. On our way. Um, so if you, if you got, hope you guys are enjoying those because we're enjoying you know creating them. Um, faves, faves of the week. Okay, let's start with uh, Adam Alexander. Favorite of the week. Mine is you're gonna have I, I just uh, do a little cut in here because I I can't remember the title of it right now at this moment. It's so uh, you're butter, cut. You're not it's called cut. it's called uh, butterfly, butterfly satellite. No, it's not that one. Oh, it's, I got it wrong. Okay, what is it? It is another one that I would definitely back as a staff pick, and it is the Royksop and Robin video for Monument, directed by Max Vitali. Yeah, so do I give a breakdown, or are we just doing name drops? No, they got to go find that on, your, on their own. You got to figure it out on their own. They just, do name, own. just doing just name, name drops. drops yeah. uh, after Doug staff picks it, then you okay, can staff figure it Well, maybe they will. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. I'll save it for a week. I won't really do that, but uh, um, <laughs> cool. My my favorite video of the week, I'm going to do one, uh, and, we may, and we may have talked about it, but I want to take this opportunity to bring up the Matty Diaz Stay together video directed by Claire Marie Vogel because I like this video a lot. This is one of those videos where I, where Adam and I talked about it, and that nobody gives a shit uh, that that happened. <laughs> but but we talked about this video. We discussed it over at Facebook. Uh, this is a great video. Uh, lots of colorful lights, and uh, that's why I liked it. Oh man, okay. yep. <laughs> Um, I'm just real quick over here. Um, a video I think you should. I will. We didn't talk about. Uh, I'll direct you to is Arrows by Fences featuring Macklemore. If you are a fan of of very literal me- visual metaphors, and you will enjoy Macklemore diving into a pool full of entertainment weekly magazines uh, with his face on them. So just to give you a little taste. And, uh, not to put you on the spot, James, but do you have a, you have a, a favorite from from this week, accepting your own? Um, I I'm I'm gonna I'm probably gonna be biased and say uh, Gold Chet Faker is 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 pretty awesome, and obviously Wasted Love by uh, by Lance. Um, and does the new Daniel Wolf video count, or was that the week before? That was that was last week, but that counts because it was super good. So we'll we'll it let just, it we'll let it count too. It's just amazing to see Daniel Wolf back making music videos because uh, yeah, he's he's. Simply incredible. The Iron Sky uh, Paolo Nutini video. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. yeah we'll look to that as well. This that's a that's an amazing amazing video. Yeah, we talked about that a lot last week, and and I watched it like six times since then. Adam Alexander, you you were right. Anyone who listened last week and was on Team Adam Alexander, he was right in his reading of that video, I believe. So there we go. I was I was scared I when I gave my breakdown on that one. I thought I <laughs> no, was you were right, dude. That was it. Time. 
Um, so. Well, there we go. I think we we, we, we covered it. Um, like I said, if you want to check out the links in this video and from this podcast, go to imvdb.com slash podcast. And while you're there, of course, check out all the awesome stuff we've got at imvdb. We add hundreds of new videos a day. Um, most of, Some of them new, but a lot of them back catalog. You can even contribute to the database. Um, we're getting a lot more people coming on board to help us add information. A lot of people sending us stuff. Um, so we're, we're we're growing, and it's a we think it's a pretty sweet spot to watch music videos. But you know, whatever. What do we know? Um, it's, it's the only place to watch music there videos, we go. guys. Yeah, well, like, the only uh, place. Nice. Tomorrow morning, the, the whole homepage is just going to be that quote, James. So, James, thank you so much for this. Is a great week to have you on with all the awesome Doomsday stuff. Thank you so much for joining us. No, thanks for having us. Really, really glad I could join you. It's been great fun. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. See ya.